But I tried to be a good student, so I didn't have much drinking. But I figured that Jack Kerouac would give me an excuse to do so. So we walked over there, and we sat down. And in those days, there were no credit cards, which may be hard for people today to believe. But I took a 20, and I put it on the table. Now, a 20 today is not a whole lot of money. But back then, the $20 is like $100 today, so it was quite a bit of money. And Jack took out a... $20 bill, and he put it on the table, and that was going to be our night. Now, that's a lot of drinking, and I don't know how we were going to get through it, but it was interesting. Jack was not a freeloader. So we sat there, and we started to talk, and that's what this is going to be about. We had three or four nights of it, and we almost took a trip to California together. We did go into Boston. It was a great time, but I had the brakes on because I knew that if I took the trip to California, I don't know what would have happened or if I would have come back, so I didn't. It intrigued me that Al Jelpe went to Stanford, because in a way he belonged in the land of the future. Harvard was a little tight for him. Stanford would be good. It was a sunny place, like his smile and his attitude and his openness. But he'd had enough of Jack, according to Jack, and so he said I was doing Al a favor by pinch-hitting for Al and doing the drinking. That was a nice way of putting it, and it began a good relationship. The one thing I want to tell you about this is, he did say and conclude that I probably wasn't much of a writer, but I was a pretty darn good talker. So he said, if you write about this someday, and I wish you would, wait till you're old enough, like Willa Cather says, and yes, he liked Willa Cather, although I don't see many people saying that about him, when you're old enough to look back and see what this really is, like Jim Burden did, the narrator in My Antonia, and yes, the name was in the tip of his tongue. He said, I want you to do that because you could be good at that. And you know, I'm really a talker. I write talking. So if you talk and I talk and Jelpy talks, somewhere in there, this will come out in a good way. Because that's who I am. And it would be nice if you did it. But wait till you have a lot of gray hair. I said I would. And that was our deal in the bar in 1965. I'm no Boswell, but Kerouac was no Johnson. The point is that it is kind of appropriate that somebody talk in an oral way about him, because I could see him as Homer. I really could. Somebody that spoke and wrote as he spoke. Except Jack had to go so fast to get his words out that he never could edit it, and he didn't have the rhythm and the poetry that Homer had, although Keats was his favorite poet, and you can't do better than that. Winesburg, Ohio was one of his favorite books. He admired Gatsby, although he couldn't write like him. I admire Gatsby, I told him, because I can't write like him, and he said, well, that's the way things go. A novel he liked a great deal, as many early writers in the 20th century did, was Winesburg, Ohio, and he talked a lot about that. But he thought the Spoon River was closer to him, telling vignettes and stories quickly, briefly, and with great humor. And he strove for that. Now we'll start with a story. And there's nothing in particular here that's a beginning, middle, or end. It's an interesting story, and much like Kerouac, I've tried to tell it the way he would want me to. A final note to the introduction and it's ironic, because I think of his voice and his way of being, his talking and his ideas as I'm doing this. I see him, and I see me. 
And one of the things is I never did write about Jack because he wasn't somebody to write about. I think he was much better talked about. And more importantly than criticizing him as a normal critic would, is to let his words come out. And as I sit here talking, I think, what would have happened if he had the opportunity to speak on the road, or Dharma Bums, or one of his other works? He possibly could have then gone back and edited it and written them, because he could have gone as fast as he wanted and then edited it. Because his problem was he typed as he was always afraid he couldn't type as fast as his thinking. And that's true for many people. But the point is, it was fatal to Jack's writing. He had to write in a rush. Well, if he'd been able to talk, it would have been better. It's